There is so much I want to say this week, but I believe today's episode is one that I need a reminder on and I know you'll find your nugget in it too. It is crazy mornings at the Daisy household, y'all. I mean, laser focused, getting everyone where they need to be on time. And so I received a letter from my son's preschool principal, basically reminding us that he had been late for school five times so far this school year. August, September, October, and that any more absences and his attendance will be up for review with the school board, blah, 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 blah. Yes. To be frank with you, the letter pissed me off. (laughs) I actually crumbled the letter and made a mental note and technological reminder to contact the school and have a word in quote with the principal. You can probably tell I'm still working through the hard stuff regarding this situation, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What this letter triggered in me was, one, the fact that my son is a preschool kid and what a strict protocol this is, right? And two, it's a busy season for us. Can't you tell? Don't you know? (laughs) And three, when did preschools start being so strict with stuff like this? Y'all, I was livid. On one side of myself was this hot-tempered, you know, I was ready to talk to the principal kind of gal. And on the other side of me was this gentle friend called the Holy Spirit working my mind on overtime to calm me down. He said stuff like this. Now you know the school doesn't know the individual family situations, right? He also said this. How the child is trained now will instill some discipline in them. Mm, mm And he also said this, get over yourself, Kate. Admit this letter hit your ego. Yes, it did. (laughs) You know, that part of you that strives for excellence and doesn't like being scolded, in quote, for something that could have been prevented. Mm. Ouch, ouch, triple ouch, quadruple ouch, ouch, ouchie, Holy Spirit, right? Sometimes he hits us where we need to be hit. (laughs) As a reminder, some seasons ebb and flow. Seasons, ebbs, and flow, dear sister. Yes, they do. And we are diving into these steps and these seasons to see what you can do to ensure that you are able to have a good rhythm during the ebb and during the flow. So I want you to come on in and be blessed, okay? Let's go. This is Kate A. Cook-a-Daisy, and it is great to have you listening today. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry is help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice, and once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say healed people heal people. Shout out to Life Clover Coates and D. Nell Cuts for following us on IG. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And welcome to the Choose to Live Free podcast. And also to Ifwa G for shouting us out on the Apple Podcasts. Thank you for your beautiful review. You said this, beautiful podcast to help women and girls. I am blessed by it. And we are blessed to hear you share, Ifwa. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are new to the Choose to Live Free podcast community, you can find all about me, the host, and the organization I am Fruman Ministries at ChiefJoyActivator.com and I am Fruman.org and I want you to subscribe to receive first-hand news, information, and updates. Majority of the things that we do and share are sent through emails and so we want you to subscribe so that you don't miss out on some of the good things that we send your way to encourage your heart. 
Follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can know and stay connected and plugged in in all our shenanigans or in my shenanigans, whichever one you want. We want you to follow, follow, follow. This podcast is you and me navigating the world of healing the heart and mind by integrating faith and well-being tools to activate your spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical healing. And the bonus of that is your financial well-being. Yep. I bring the parts of me that are healed and the parts still healing, along with important friends I will invite to sit with me, with us, as we discuss and share compelling stories of freedom. Yep. Walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so tricky. Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith walk plus healing plus everything in between about life and living it relatable and joy-filled. Okay, so maybe I should stop singing all these songs. Oh, well. (laughs) So welcome to everyone, okay? All right, so today's show, listen, I love writing and I love teaching. And actually, when God found me in the depths of my sufferings, one thing he encouraged my heart with was through this gift of turning lessons from my daily life into teachable messages for friends, colleagues, and even strangers. If you are here, dear sister, you are not alone and never meant to walk life challenges alone. Life has seasons and seasons have the ebbs and the flows. Mm-hmm. Cambridge Dictionary explains ebbs and flows as the way in which the level of something regularly becomes higher or lower in a situation. Yes, and even gives an example to this. For example, in the dictionary it says, you have to accept the ebb and flow of love in a relationship. Yep, ebb and flow. Ebb and flow is what you can describe as a frequently changing situation. Let me ask you this. Can you count the number of changes that may have occurred in your life since the beginning of the year? Not just the big changes, but those small changes. It's hard, right? It's a lot. It's a lot of changes that have occurred in our lives since January 1, 2022. And I bet you, as you're listening to me, some of you are going through some major changes and some minor changes. In the world of water science, ebb and flow are two phases of the tide or any similar movement of water. So imagine the ocean when the waves come forward, and then they go back when they come forward and they go back. The ebb is the outgoing phase when the tide drains away from the shore and the flow is the incoming phase when the water rises again. So ebb going back and flow coming forward, decreasing ebb, increasing flow. Figuratively, using ebb and flow to describe life's seasons sound like this. Life is consistently and constantly increasing and decreasing. I call them life's happenings of highs and lows. Yep. The ebbs can really take you down. They don't have to be major situations or events. They can be those moments that pull us down, like you are regressing in life. You feel like things are not going your way. You are regressing. That moment when I read the letter from my son's school, that was a moment of ebb where I felt triggered and my feelings were going all over the place. It was a mental and emotional ebb drained. I was drained. I was like, don't you know I have so much going on? Why do you have to send me this letter? And then I just crumbled it and threw it away. (laughs) The flows. Oh, don't we love the flows? Increase in measure. Moments where everything is looking up, like you slept on the best side of your pillow, right? That type of feeling. It feels easy to express joy, easy to express gratitude and love, even pray and feel close to God, right? Everything feels so easy. But during the ebbs, All of those disciplines in our being and routines feel unfulfilling sometimes, right? So what do you do in the ebb and flow? 
you may strongly know what the Bible says about how do you practically apply them. I have found that life can still be beautiful in the decreasing seasons as well as the increasing seasons. In my church, Victory Church in ATL, our pastors recently preached on seasons and planting seeds in every season. If you plant good seeds, even during the decreasing seasons, guess what? You should know that they will reap a harvest at the appointed time in the increasing season. It does make sense. It does make sense. My favorite verse to remind myself of during the ebb and flow of life is from Romans 12, 12. And this is what it says. It says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. So today for this episode, that's the attempt that I'm trying to make is to help you be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer by offering you some very three easy, beautiful steps that I have actually applied in my life and continue to do so when it comes to the seasons, ebbs and flows of life. So to embrace seasons of ebbs and flows, here are my three tips. Are you ready? We are working off of Romans 12 too. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This will always be one of those verses that I will keep repeating in our episodes because everything we do stems from the mind. The mind is where renewal starts and that's where your heart begins to transform. You need to be able to renew your mind on things that are healthy, things that are going to fulfill you, things that are going to bring life and breathe life into you. And it starts by obeying God's instructions for life. Heart's transformation is a bit-by-bit process and obediently practicing the knowledge, insights, and instructions that God sends you over and over and over again. Over time, you will start to sense your spirit's renewed gladness. And so the three things that I want to share with you when it comes to the ebbs and flows of life and what you can do about them is this. The first step or the first stage is first, I want you to acknowledge the type of ebb you are experiencing or the type of flow you are experiencing. You can call this step the realistic thinking step, going past the shock stage of what is happening. If you won the lottery today, you will be shocked. You will need probably a few days to gather your thoughts, to figure out who to trust and who not to trust. (laughs) Yes, that's true. And if you happen to be in a situation that is so binding, you will still need some time. So that is what I mean by the shock. This stage, acknowledge, is so important because you cannot know or even figure out what to do without first understanding what has happened. Seriously, this connects to what you even pray about. If you don't know what has happened, how can you pray about it, right? Ask and keep on asking, the Bible says. That also means knowing what to ask for. And so in this step, what you do is assess, analyze, and eventually accept that you are either ebbing or flowing. (laughs) The reality of the situation can bring on a myriad of primary emotions and secondary feelings. But I want to encourage you to remain joyful, patient, hopeful, and faithful. Since there is the propensity to become lax in the flowing or increasing moments of your seasons, you have to double up on wisdom and continue to replant as you reap. Let me repeat that. Since there is a propensity to become lax or lazy or nonchalant in the flowing or increasing moments, especially when things are going well, you don't feel like reading your Bible, you don't feel like praying, you feel like everything is easy, right? Those are the moments when you need to double up on wisdom and continue to replant as you reap because there will definitely be a decreasing season coming where you will need what you had replanted. Please don't forget that. I wish someone had shared this wisdom with me in my 20s. I would have avoided so much financial and emotional turmoil. Seriously, if someone has sat me down and said, listen, Kate, life is going to come with its ups and downs. 
life is going to ebb and flow. Seasons of highs and seasons of lows. So in your seasons of lows, never stop investing in yourself. Never stop investing. Never stop growing. Never stop developing. Because when the seasons of highs come, you're going to need them. I did not get that type of information. And I wish I had because I would have saved myself a whole lot of misery. And so some of you listening right now, you may be like, well, I'm not in my 20s. I'm in my 30s or 40s and I need it. Well, grab it and run with it. Okay. (laughs) Secondly, the second step is to adjust and make adjustments. I call this step the re-stage, R-E, the re-stage. You do a lot of re's, re, rethink, re-evaluate, reinvent, reframe, and so on and so forth. One, you have to adjust your mindset. Oof, your mindset is so critical, y'all. When you're going through moments of ebb and flow, you have to adjust your mindset and you have to continue adjusting that mindset. Your heart posture is another one. You have to adjust your heart posture. Who have you given your heart to? Who has your affection? Look at those things. And maybe you also have to adjust your finances. Maybe this is the season where you have to be conservative when it comes to spending. You have to save more. You never know, right? And maybe your social circles also. Maybe this is the season where you get to spend more time with the Lord and meaning that you have to maybe cut down on your social life or something like that because there's an internal call, an internal feeling, an inner peace that you're yearning for. Adjusting can be difficult because it will require you to release. Yes, let go. It will require you to reframe a situation. If you are seeing a glass half empty right now, try a different perspective in the adjustment phase. And if you're seeing a glass half full, hold that perspective and add on to it. In this step, you are also re-engaging certain skills you may have neglected. You may be rebuilding. You may be resetting priorities. You may be renewing, refining, restoring. But here's the kicker. One re that I caution you to be aware of and prayerful about is this one resist. Yes, resist. No matter how challenging the adjustment gets, please do not resist the nudging of the Holy Spirit to shift in his direction and instructions. On the other hand, there is one re that I encourage you to employ in this stage, and that is resist the devil at his onset. Flee like a gazelle from the hunter. Resist the devil. So do not resist the Holy Spirit, but rather resist the devil. (laughs) The third and final stage is this, to adapt to the season. Adapt, 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 attach yourself. Some of us are running so much from change, but change is still happening. Why are you fighting it if it's going to happen anyway? If you acknowledge and you go on to figure out what to do next, you're going to really thrive. But if you don't acknowledge and if you don't try to, you know, do the things that you're supposed to do, you are going to struggle. Definitely. You acknowledge, you adjust, and then you adapt. So in this final stage, this is where you're walking and working in tandem with the Lord. In the season of ebbs, you feel stable, joyful, peaceful. And even in the season of flows, you still feel accomplished, happy, motivated, and even tempered. When you are adapting and attaching to the right sources in this stage, the ebb and the flow are even tempered. But honestly, in the adapting stage, I cannot fully predict how you will feel because it is unique to each person. Adapting is now you are willing to embrace the change. You're willing to embrace the situation and you're working the plan you have. This is not my favorite step or stage, to be honest with you, hint, hint, because it requires that S word. (laughs) 
<laughs> surrender, 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 surrender. I read somewhere that one of the top fears that people have is fear of losing control. Can you relate? Fear of losing control. And when you have to surrender, what are you doing? You're giving up control. But I've been there. And I also know it can be refreshing to fall into the arms of a mighty God. So I personally, I'm always working on surrendering. And I hope that you start to do the same because it is so beautiful when you have that refreshing fall and you fall into his arms. I talk about adapting in episode 10. So hopefully you will get to listen to that. Adapting, it is you choosing to remain in the season you, you are in and develop and grow in that season. So then again, we are talking about the planting and the reaping, right? You know the battle is not yours to fight alone and the victories belong to God. To God. So you have to do your best when you're adapting and know that God will fight your battles. In all these stages that I have shared, acknowledging and also adjusting as well as adapting, as you move with the ebb and flow of life, I want to encourage you not to be a prisoner in any capacity, except for being a prisoner of hope. And I plan to actually have an episode on that. And that's from Zechariah 9 verse 12. Rather than be a prisoner of fear, be a prisoner of your circumstances, be a prisoner of the ebb and the flow and being a prisoner of all these things, you can choose to be a prisoner of hope. And we have lost so much hope in the world today, right? There's so much hopelessness going on and people not wanting to live anymore. But it can be turned around. All you have to do when those seasons of ebb and flow happens is I want you to breathe. I want you to pause. And I want you to acknowledge what's happening. Look around you. Use all of your senses, your ears, your eyes, your taste buds, your smell. Use your touch. Use all of your senses to feel what's happening by acknowledging and then as you feel, I want you to adjust your mindset, adjust, refocus, take off the glasses, clean it up, remove the blur, adjust, and then adapt. Find that joy in you. Find that prayer warrior in you. Adapt, dear sister. In your seasons of ebb and flow, as you plant seeds and as you reap your harvest, remember these three, okay? If you practice, you will save yourself so much mental and emotional anguish while also operating in wisdom. I want to summarize by sharing three key thoughts, three words, and three actions with you today. The first one is this when it comes to the three thoughts. One, sometimes the seeds you plant in a season can take a while, many seasons for the harvest to be seen. So employ patience. When that letter came and I crumbled it up and I was like, I'm going to text the, the school, I'm going to call the school because they need to know that I am busy and life is busy and crazy. I have planted so much seed of patience. Yes, because I can be very impatient. So I had worked on patience. And when the Holy Spirit started to nudge me like, Kate, they hit a nerve. They hit an ego. What you going to do? I had to lean in and employ that patience that the Holy Spirit was giving me. The second thought, sometimes the only strength you have during the decreasing seasons is to lean on trusted circles. Yes, you start with the Holy Spirit. And then you use wisdom when choosing and leaning a sister or a brother is born in times of adversity. Remember that. And during the increasing seasons, please, please, please remember to show gratitude for the same circle that held you up. The third thought, do not, impo do not make important decisions in a high emotional state. Yes. For as much as you want to respond to that text message, barge into the principal's office, <clears throat> me. 
eat or drink yourself to stupor or spend money frivolously on, you know, as a way to cope, I want you to lean on your nurtured side, dear sister. Lean into the nurtured side of you. Stop saying, this is me. I can't change. This is me. This is me. This is my personality. All that stuff. Every single human being on this earth has the power to change something about their circumstances. The power is within you. So when you go and see someone for counseling, therapy, all that, the power starts within you. Okay. So lean into that nurtured side. Three words for today. I want you to remember this word more. There is always more with God. Read Ephesians. And then wisdom. Ooh, I am studying Proverbs right now. And I read it every morning. And I can tell you the number of highlights I have in my Bible and even in my Bible app. Wisdom. Proverbs is full of those. One of those that I'm still kind of pondering over is when the Proverbs in uh, NIV, it says that do not purse your lips. And I'm like, huh? So we have impersonal our lips for fun on social media. Lord, what are you trying to tell us? <laughs> the third word is pay attention. Yes, pay attention to the world around you. Pay attention to the situations around you. Because like I said, you have to acknowledge. And in order to be acknowledging what you see, it requires you to what? Pay attention. Yes. Here are your three actions for today. Please rate the podcast, review the podcast if it's blessing you in any way. Connect with me, connect with us, subscribe, like, share, comment, follow. Yes, at Chief Joy Activator at I Am Free Woman Ministries on Instagram. I want to hear from you, okay? Your second action, answer these questions. Now, you know, the coach in me, the teacher in me, I always have to give you something, right? All right, so the first question is this. What season of ebb and or flow are you in? The second question, considering the three stages slash steps, where are you and what are you doing when it comes to writing down how you want to start? The third question is this, read Romans 12, 12. How can you be joyful, patient, and faithful during those decreasing and increasing seasons of life? The third action is this. Now, I love this one because I brought it up in our small group and we are actually participating in it as a group. So try a 21-day detox. It is never too late. I know you'll be hearing this on November 3rd, 2022, but it's never too late for you to start your detox. So you can do a mental detox, which is your thoughts, right? You can do a spiritual detox, which is maybe spending more time with the Lord. You can do a financial detox, which is maybe taking on a budget and figuring out how your spending habits are contributing to where you are. You you can do a physical detox, which I am doing right now, and you can look at how you're eating, how you're sleeping, and so on. You can do an emotional detox, which is looking at how you allow other people to influence how you react and respond to situations. And you can also do a social detox. Maybe this is the time for you to kind of lean back, maybe pull back and kind of assess the year and how things have been, right? And also assessing relationships overall. Yes. It is always a great time walking in my purpose of teaching and building others in the ways of God. I have tasted it and I know in my heart that this is where peace and joy reside. 
My heart is always full and I hope yours is too. Listen, dear sister, I want us to be different. I want us to live in the fullness of our callings. I am so happy that I get to walk in my purpose to help so many of you live life joyfully free and walk in yours too. There is work to be done to transform hearts and mind. It is one heartbeat at a time. So let's choose to be free. Let's choose to live free. Let's choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God. And I say this, may God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And remember, dear sister, that healed people heal people. So I want you to go out there and heal someone today. Until next time, choose to live free. Bye.